War Eagle. This is War Bloggle with Bloggle spot number 133. I just realized we're one number ahead of the days to kick off. So today is 132. Um, or excuse me, today was 32 uh, days to kick off. And we're on 133. Those are the dumb things I try to think about. It is August 2nd, 75 degrees outside. There's two days in a row, huge monsoon in Auburn. Canceled softball tonight. My office is softball with with other people. Not happy about that, but whatever. And it's about 5:20 or so. Uh, practice starts tomorrow. As I said yesterday, I posted the practice schedule for the first two weeks um, on warblogger.com. Uh, again, like I said yesterday, nothing major starts tomorrow. For the first week, the media gets to watch a little bit of the practice. For the second week, the media does not get to watch a little bit of the practice. Uh, Southern Cal today announced that all of their fall practices will be open to everybody, public and media, which, of course, Auburn's beat reporters were like, was like oh, what's this like? Never seen this. This is amazing. Um, I've gone over this many times before. They think it's amazing because it would make their job easier. A. B. Football is not played for the media. Practice is not for the media. Games are not for the media. But people with the pen, people with the keyboard, who can influence people's thoughts on a coach, on a program, on an administration, whatever, on an athletic department, they like to act like Auburn is the only school in the world who doesn't let people watch practice. Why would you want people to give away what you're doing at practice? Especially when you run an offense like Gus Malzahn's. They're, no, they're not going to go up, go and write Javon. With, when they hold their left hand up and wiggle the right hand, Javon Robinson's going to take it around right end. No, they're not going to say that. But they don't want you to know who's playing, who's hurt, who's whatever. Anyway, I'm not going to talk about that that much. But that just irked me. Southern Cal, y'all can do that. Nobody cares about football out there anyway. I went to the game in 2003 when Auburn lost to Carson Palmer. They beat us on the last drive. And nobody cheered until that, till the very end of the game. It was it was cool in the Coliseum to, to go to the Coliseum, but it was, they don't care out there. So sure. Yeah. And nobody's going to go to the practice anyway. There'll be 30 people there. It's LA. Who's going to go watch a college football practice? Nobody. Um, speaking of Southern Cal, for whatever reason, the last two days, some major publications have put out their top, their rankings of college football programs in history. Uh, I can't remember which one was yesterday, but they had Auburn like 12th, Georgia 13, somewhere around there. Alabama was like two or three or four. Um, but Auburn was probably like the third highest in the SEC behind Alabama LSU. Um, in that one. I can't remember what it was. It might have been USA Today. I don't remember. Today, though, the AP poll, that thing that still exists, even though it doesn't have anything to do with the championship anymore, the AP poll, sorry, I had to honk at an idiot, probably a bammer. Uh, the AP poll released, he's running off the road again, driving a van, idiot, whatever. Um, this is real. I'm driving home. Uh, AP poll released their top programs or whatever in college football history, but it was based off of rankings, like where teams have been ranked through the history of the AP poll, which is 
100 years old or whatever, I guess, I assume. Almost 100 years old. It started in the 30s. Um, so Auburn was ranked, I think, 13th in that. They were right behind Georgia. They have the exact same amount of weeks in the poll as Georgia, but I think Georgia had been ranked higher a few more times than Auburn. And Georgia has a one-game game lead in the series history, so they had Georgia at 12. I think Tennessee was ahead of Auburn in this one, not in the one from yesterday. Again, it's a little more scientific because it was based off rankings of the AP poll. Again, just the, what the media thinks. Uh, but Alabama was number four in that one. And they said that Alabama only has 10 national championships. That's a great number, 10. I'd be proud of 10 if I were you. I mean, I wouldn't have the... I wouldn't be so self-conscious in my own uh, stature of a human or of, as a college that I would have to make up six more because ten wasn't good enough. I don't know. I, I, I just, I'm just saying if, if, if I was Alabama, I'd be happy with ten. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. I'll, I think number one for AP was Ohio State, Oklahoma, Southern Cal, can't remember the other one. Oklahoma was number one in the in the one from yesterday. But anyway. Um, so yeah, practices tomorrow. Oh, something cool that I saw last night. You probably saw it on Twitter last night. Tom Glavin, his son, you know Tom Glavin. He pitched for the Braves. He's from Concord, California. I looked it up today. And he's also awesome in hockey. But his son goes to school in Alpharetta, about two hours away, North Atlanta. Uh, and he's coming to Auburn to be a left-handed pitcher. So that's awesome. Tom Glavin, one of the greatest pitchers of all time, his son will be here. I'm sure Tim Hudson had a little bit to do with that. But it just kind of goes to show that Butch Thompson has – did I say Butch Thompson? Yeah, that's his name. Um, he's like Bruce Pearl and Gus Malzahn, got the recruiting rolling. You know, everybody wants to hate uh, everything when you win seven games in football and, and don't do that well in basketball even though your coach is Bruce Pearl and you love him. Uh, but And recruiting means nothing until they get on the field. But when Auburn's grabbing four-star turned five-star quarterbacks for every season, every year for the next four years, I don't know if you can really complain about that. I mean, Alabama has ruled recruiting since Nick Saban's been there. They're nothing but five-stars which I've always thought was a cop-out for five stars to continue to go to Alabama. Why not go be a star, an awesome star somewhere else, rather than just go play with awesome other awesome players? Uh, but, I mean, if you – everybody, you know, Gus is on the hot seat. He's on the way out. He – he's just, you know, he's got to win 14 games this year or I'm going to hate him forever, that kind of stuff. While in the meanwhile, college, high school kids who are the ones that actually matter because they're going to play the games seem to still be loving him. Damian Craig leaves, and recruiting's supposed to just suffer and suffer and suffer. Uh, to me, it looks like it's actually gone up. Um, there's been no drop off. Auburn's ranked like they went up like 60 points within a week or two, or 60 rankings in a week or two in just from like two recruits. Uh, so I think they're going to be fine, and this is what I've always gone back to with the Gus hate. He's only in, he's starting year four. He still has some Gene Chizik players. I know we were ranked preseason, ranked number six. Again, Auburn didn't rank themselves last year. 
it was other people that told you Auburn was going to be good, and they didn't live up to that expectation. Not their fault. Yes, their fault they didn't play well, but it's not their fault that they had to be held to a higher standard because people thought they were going to be good the year before. So I know seven and six is not acceptable to some of you. Of course, it's not acceptable every year, but it's not something that you have to act like your coach is awful, especially when, again, Duke Williams kicked off the team. Carl Lawson did play half the year. Jeremy Johnson kind of got off in the head or whatever he did. Those are the three biggest pieces of the team, either gone or sitting on the bench. You can't blame everything goes to Gus Malzahn, just like everything goes to the leader of everything, but it's not his fault. It's not his fault. There's only so much you can do with people like Duke Williams. There's nothing you can do about injuries. And Jeremy Johnson, everybody thought, everybody in the world thought he was going to be good. And then all of a sudden he throws a few interceptions and it gets in his head and he's not the same player. He was better later in the year, especially at Texas A&M. Uh, didn't look terrible against Alabama, honestly. Uh, so, again, give Gus Malzahn some years to get these four and five stars stockpiled. He's piling them up right now. I keep thinking, who in the world is going to play quarterback in four or five years? Or in three years? You're going to have, like, Sean White as a senior. He'll be a senior in two years. Sean White, uh, Woody Barrett, Bishop guy who just signed, who just uh, committed four-star. Joey Gatewood just became a fifth-star. I mean, Auburn has got, like, four guys. It's like their bench, their four – quarterbacks, the three guys sitting on the bench could start anywhere based off of their hype for right now. You know, and we know at least one or two of them aren't going to be as good as they think they are. But if Auburn wins two games this year, then I would say Gus needs to be on the hot seat next year. He is recruiting. You cannot have consistency in a program. If you're in year four, you were seven and six and won a bowl game the year before and you're acting like, oh, we got to get rid of our coach just because he won seven games last year. They were preseason number six. Preseason means nothing. There's always three or four teams in the top ten that end up unranked at the end of the year. Just, I mean, give the guy a chance to continue to do what he's doing. He is stockpiling four- and five-star skill athletes, quarterbacks. The defense is, is obvious almost looks like a strength this year. Give him a chance to do that, and that's when you get consistency. I'm not saying Auburn should should be 7-6 and six this year and we should be happy with it. I want Auburn – I think Auburn should win every single football game they play. I don't – I mean, there's no – the only reason Auburn is looked down at this year is because they – is people don't know what to think. You don't know who the quarterback is, so you can't make a, an assumption. You can't make – you can't analyze – you can try to look at it and go, well, Sean White looked okay last year. Then he got hurt and he wasn't that good. Jeremy Johnson was terrible at the beginning of the year, even though we won a few games, and then kind of dropped off when Sean White came in. And then you've got John Franklin III, who everybody wants to hate on because they saw three plays from a documentary. I mean, and by the way, if if I tried to talk about the documentary yesterday and I was scatterbrained and driving home and didn't really get to put a lot of thought into it, Go read Brandon Marcello's review of it. It is perfect. I'll, 
in I won't ruin it for you, but in one sentence, it bas it's basically says John Franklin III was not supposed to be at East Mississippi Community College. He did not fit in there. He not even the style of offense. You he was not there. He did not need to be there. He's not the type of athlete that need to be there. I know that's one more more than one sentence. The John Franklin III you see in that documentary is a person that was good enough to play at Florida State behind Jameis Winston, and he's good enough to be in the SEC, and he shouldn't have to be there, but that's just how the way the world worked. And when he had to, when Rhett Lashley was there, he scored six touchdowns in one half. I would know that was way more than a sentence, but go read it. It's very good. And it's a great review of the show and what you should expect from John Franklin III. So, all that to say, we don't know who the quarterback's going to be, so you can't make an analysis. So you all of a sudden automatically assume bad. That's just how it is. That's how it always is for Auburn. It's never middle of the road. It's always they're going to be the national champions or they're going to win three games. And right now, nobody's saying three games. They're saying maybe five games, five, six, seven. But the dumb talking point is hot seat Gus because they won the Birmingham Bowl last year and they were picked to be number six. So what? You were wrong. The people who said number six were wrong. Nobody in the world could control the three things that happened last year that ruined, messed up the season. Three biggest pieces. Hurt, kicked off the team, mentally unstable for a few games. You can't control that. That was the problem. So, and Auburn has a new basketball court, by the way. It's heavy on the blue, no more orange in the paint, no more orange around the, the baseline and, and all that. Auburn, I retweeted Auburn earlier today. They had a picture of it. Looks pretty cool. I'll be interested, interested to see how it looks when they wear all orange and all that kind of stuff. It's definitely different because Auburn always had an orange. From the time I remember, they had orange paint in the Coliseum, too, in the, the, the paint, you know that part the lane uh, so yeah tomorrow football practice starts can't remember the time I don't think by the time I record this they will be done and have spoken to the media but we'll go with what we know maybe I'll do it a little bit later tomorrow after we get done if you would like to sponsor warbloggle.com bloggle spots uh, getting a good reaction on these I'm gonna start doing like some Facebook live stuff I don't know how I'll do that without showing my face I don't know. Speaking of my face, I got an updated logo. What do you think of that? Let me know. Um, so, yeah, it's starting to ramp up. Summer was dead. But now we're getting into real season. Soccer. Girls soccer starts in about 18 days. 17, 18 days. Football starts in 32. Malik Miller. So freshman. Yeah, freshman running back from the same high school as Carrion Johnson. 32 days. But one day to practice. That's it. Bloggle spot number 133 done. War Eagle.